All right, everyone, welcome back to Team Preacher. Excited to see everybody this week. I'm so sorry, but I I believe I've missed three weeks. Man, I'm kind of really depressed about it, but I won't dwell on the past, and I'll just dwell right now in the future, right now in the present, I mean to say. And uh, so I got a sermon prepared, thankfully, <laughs> and I'm excited to preach and to share you guys, um, share with you guys this sermon I've put together. So our ba- um, the basic verse that I have for today is Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're going to talk about renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. But I'm going to start us in some prayer. Um, Yeah, I don't think I should come with too... I guess if you want to know why I've missed so many weeks is, yeah, busy. Um, Been really busy with some trade school work and just, I guess, been tired. I've been... We have a lot of um, basketball games going on right now, so... Every time all the weekend, um, the weekend I got some school to do, and then we have yeah games at the end of the week, and then I just want this time to relax, and like I have to get to team preacher, and I'm like, oh, I'll do it the next day, and then I forget about it, and I'll I'll do it the next day, and then yeah, you you get the idea, but I'm not gonna dwell on the past, like I said before, and we're gonna get right into the Word of God, Amen. All right, I'm gonna start us in some prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day, Lord. I praise your name on high, and I thank you for this blessed day you've given us. Help us to have a good time in your word, Lord, and I pray help us to thrive and to hunger for your word. And help us to have a good time. Speak to us today and help us to grow. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Romans. So we're going to read um, Romans 12, and I'm going to just, I'm going to read down to, Ro- I'm going to um, read, so we're going to read Romans 12, chapter 12, verses 1 to, let's say, 10, Okay. Start there and keep going. All right. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, though the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ. And everyone members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, where the prophecy let us prophesying according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it. With simplicity, he that ruleth with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. Okay, so the verse of the day is, of course, Romans twelve two, which I've said before. Let me, um, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So let's define transform. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So this transformed, what transform means is a changed appearance. Satan is evil and he's wicked and he's deception and he's transformed himself into an angel of light. So he's changed his appearance and that's what a transformation is. It's a change of appearance. A transformed appearance can be deceiving as Satan himself has shown in this verse. 
Satan, evil and wicked, has he's deceiving us with his appearance. And us as Christians today, we can do that. And that's not what we're supposed to do. Um, that's why we must read this verse with the intention that God knows something we don't. We must read this verse knowing what God's trying to tell us. He's not saying to be transformed to be like Satan. He doesn't want us to be evil and to be have a good outside appearance as this verse in Colossians 2 Corinthians defines. That's why God in his wisdom wants us to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's why you must read the whole verse. It's not saying to be transformed because then you deceive other people. And then that's, that's, not, that's leading other people astray. Um, that's why it says you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. God wants us to have the, his mind, a pure and righteous mind. And with that transformation comes righteously and pure. And it's not deceiving. Um, as I'm thinking of his examples, if, um, oh, I'm trying to figure out what to say. Trans, we don't want to have an outside good appearance. A, a person might wear, um, how about a lady may wear a, a skirt on the outside because personally she has conviction about it, wearing a skirt on the outside. And then you have another girl who just wants to look godly, so she'll wear a skirt on the outside but on the inside she's not she's kind of far away from the lord um that would be the bad one you want the person the um the young lady um the young lady um whose her appearance matches the inside it's a personal conviction uh, i'm trying to think of one for a guy as well um i'm just trying to think of a uh, conviction a guy might have um, conviction about um, how about not wearing a shirt when you go to uh, go swimming. Okay, uh, a personal conviction of mine is not. I'm gonna wear a shirt no matter what. I'm, you're not gonna see me ever not wearing a shirt. That's my personal conviction. Um, a lot of the world does not do that, just like the other things. But somebody could be like that. That's okay. That that was a horrible example. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. Oh, forget that. Okay, forget that. Okay, somebody who dresses suit and tie at church, okay? And they don't have a personal conviction, but they want to impress or look godly to people at church. And But then when they go home, they live their own lives, and they don't live for the Lord, and they don't really love the Lord. They might not even be saved. That happens to a lot, past, lots of pastor kids. It's putting an outside godly appearance on the outside. Um, it's being transformed on the outside, but not by the renewing of your mind. And that's what God wants us to be. He wants us to be transformed, not because we want to impress people or um, just look godly. He wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. But how do how does that start? How is that having? How do we have a god um, a spiritual godly mind, a renewed mind? Um, so let's talk about this. A lot of church kids at a time, which I talked about that being transformed. Um, you know that happens a lot. Um, the teens and it happens a lot to teens, teenagers. I said, LOL, um, rotten teenagers. That's why they're called rotten teenagers. Sometimes they will look, want to look godly on the outside, have a good godly transformation, appearance on the outside. But on the inside, they're not really true. Um, and I pray that we all live true to what our convictions are and what to the Lord wants of us. Um, I want you to read Romans 10, 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt be, believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, if you are a person out there that is transformed on your outside appearance to deceive others, that thinking, I'm not trying to be mean, but what if 
What if you are that person? That person can be listening right now. And they know deep down they're unsaved. And that they're li- they're not living true. They don't really believe in God. They don't really believe anything of Christ. But they want people to think so. So they wear this godly Christian appearance on the outside. But it's not what's on the inside. And you can be you can be a Christian, but living a really bad, you know, just not a good life. But then on the outside, you always make yourself look good. And you're deceiving people with your transformation, your appearance. Well, I hope this verse, if you are unsaved and you need the Lord and you haven't believed in them, the start of a renewed mind is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9 again, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. In Romans 10, 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you are unsaved today, go to these verses and uh, talk to your pastor. And at the start of having a renewed mind and having a real transformation on the outside appearance is to be saved, to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and to pray for him for his will and his righteousness and his purity um, to cover your sins. And uh, just read that verse. I pray that verse um, um, gives you strength and that you would follow after God's word. Um, by and by that comes the renewing, um, and by that being saved comes the renewing of our mind. We must let God renew our mind to change it. A part of this transformation and renewing after we get saved and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to put on the new man. Is a great piece on the renewing of our minds. Uh, we need to let the new man rule in our hearts and in our minds. So once you've gotten saved, now you have to. Um, get rid of yourself and fill yourself with the Lord. You know that verse, I must increase and he must, I uh, know, um, I must decrease and he must increase. We have to decrease ourselves. We have to get rid of this old man. This We still carry around this flesh and we still, we have to get rid of it. Ephesians 4.22, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. It's evil. It's wicked. Ephesians 4.23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. We have to be renewed in our mind. Ephesians 4.24. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. We got to put on this new man. So once you've gotten saved, you have this new man. You have this part of yourself. You have this part of yourself that wants to be like Christ. And you have this renewed mind. But you've got to focus on that. You've got to work towards that. Because sometimes we can let the old man take control and that's not going to have that same um, strong, renewed mind. We can hold back and live in the past and in the wickedness that we once were. First uh, John 2.6 says, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. We need to walk as Christ did. In what way is that? Read the Bible. The Bible has the information there, everybody. We need to walk as Jesus Christ did. Philippians 2.7 says, But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. As we were just talking in 1 John 2.6, how we are supposed to walk as Jesus Christ. Now we are saved and we are supposed to have this, be this new man. We are supposed to have this renewed mind. We need to walk as Jesus Christ. We abide in him. We are saved. We are believers. We need to walk as he walked. And how did Christ walk? Philippians 2.7 but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. We are supposed to take 
this um, take upon ourselves this form of a servant. Um, again, um, perfect example of which is Christ and um, how to be humble and low. I believe this verse is fully on how to be humble and low. This is to be like Christ. Um, another verse is 1 Corinthians 9.19. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself a servant unto all that I might gain the more. That was Paul, a great, a great man for God. In a verse that I really love. We are free from all men, yet have I, but he has made himself a servant unto all. And that's what we got to do. That's why I open the doors for people. That's why I carry someone's crock pot for them. That's why I do kind stuff. And we will gain the more. Jesus Christ will reward us. Um, this is one of my favorite verses on us. Um, if you are a young person, um, by anybody, this could be a good verse for anybody. And on this is ha- this is kind of having a renewed mind. And this verse makes it very clear on how to have a renewed mind. Um, Titus two set. Uh, wait, is this? Hmm. Is this correct? Yeah, I guess so. Um, Titus 2.6, young men, likewise, exhort to be sober-minded. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. How are you going to be transformed into this good person, everybody? How are, how are you going to be this good person? person of good works, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech. They cannot be condemned, sober-minded. It's, a, it's about having this renewed mind, this mind of Christ. How do we get a mind of Christ? Simple. We absorb his word. We apply it to ourselves. And we think upon it every day of our lives. We meditate on it. We have real meditation in the word of God, night and day. We got to fill our minds. So how do you fill a mind? How do you, if you take a cup of water and you're going to fill it up with soda, you're not going to pour the soda in with the water. You're going to empty it out, the water, and then fill it up with something else. That's what we have to do. I know that's a horrible example, but I hope you get what I mean. We have to empty ourselves out, our mind, empty our minds, our thoughts, the same thing empty ourselves out of this world everything that our body is full this old man now that we are saved and we want to have this renewed mind like we're supposed to we have to continually empty ourselves out and we have to fill ourselves with the lord jesus christ that's what we are supposed to do we are to fill ourselves with the lord jesus christ um right i would if i were you write down titus 2 6 7 8 those are really good verses to memorize and just so what we are to have as a, having a renewed mind. Good verses on it. Psalms 119.97 says, on how, Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. That was David there, just a really a true man. Just an amazing man of God. The man after God's own heart. Talking about having, he loves the word of God. The law. And his meditation, um, and he spends Day and night. And this is meditation all the day. And that's what we should be. That's what we should have. The word of God should be our meditation all the day. Um, Psalms 1, chapter 1, verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Once again. And verse, um, no, Psalms 1, 3. And he shall be like a um, tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaves shall not also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. 
And if we truly love this word of God and have amazing real meditation in the words of God, what is the result? Psalms 1-3 says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers or water, that bringeth forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, but and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That sounds amazing. That sounds so good, and I want that. So what am I going to do? We hear, don't you want to be that? Don't you want to be Psalms 1-3? We got to work to that. And how do we do that? We have to have delight in the law of the Lord and meditate on his word day and night. We got to really love for it, love the word of God. And how do you do that? You got to spend time in it. You got to take prayer in the word of God. You got to take prayer on his word and say, God, give me a real desire, an inspiration, a love for your word. Um, we have to have, um, we sh- oh, okay, um, the verse I'm going to bring up is this verse again, John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. Again, I just wanted to remind you all that how are we to empty ourselves? Easy. How are, we, um, how are we supposed to have this renewed mind? Easy. He must increase, but I must decrease. We need to die daily. We need, um, it starts with, uh, if I want to talk about, um, so Romans 12.1. So we're still talking about this renewed mind, everybody. If you go to Romans 12.1. Um, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I want to talk about this sacrifice. Um, that we are supposed to be, um, supposed to do this. We are supposed to be this living sacrifice. Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me in the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We are to sacrifice. We are supposed to die to self. As you remember, as Paul talks a lot about dying to self. And that's what we are supposed to do. That's what we are supposed to be. How do you want to be like Christ? Do you want to be like Christ? I hope so. I pray you do. And this is the key. We have to die to self. Empty ourselves out. He is the propitiation for our sins. He, he paid our sins with his blood. We, we own, we, he owns us. We owe him. We are no longer shackled by sin. We are never hold back. We are no longer Satan's. We are no longer bound to hell. I just, I want to give Christ God my all. And sometimes I go back to living my normal life again. But then every time when I come back to the word of God, I am renewed. My mind is renewed. I am inspired. The flame is sparked again when I come to the word of God and I just preach and I read his amazing word. It just inspires me to go the extra mile. And that's what we are supposed to do. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to exalt myself at all. I want to do this, but I don't always do this. And I assume most of you good Christians that are listening, you also want to do this, but then have the same struggles as all of us, I assume, do. I know we all do, as we're just, we just don't get there. We go back to normal lives, and we just start living normal lives again. But I pray that this would stick. James 1.22 says, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. We are to be doers of God's word. Um, I want to go, okay, so Romans 12.2, if you read with me, and be not conformed to this world. I want to uh, talk about describing what conformed means. We are to not to be conformed to this world. And I wrote not. 
in two acclamation points. You can put 100 there. We are not to be conformed to this world. We are to be nothing alike, as I could put it in so few words. Nothing alike. Conform means made to resemble, reduced to a likeness of made agreeable to. We are, to not to, we are not to be so from this world. We are not supposed to look, act like this world. We are to be far apart from them. And I pray that you ask God, how can your appearance and act um, like him? How can I dress? How can I look and act how God wants me to be so that I am set apart from the world? I've always made this good this example growing up is I ask every young adult, men and ladies, I say, if you were in a group, okay, imagine if you walked into Walmart, okay? Million, piles of people there, you know? Not millions, forgive me. But you could have like 100 people there, okay? I don't know that, but what if you did? And then everybody had to get out for some reason. Everybody had to stand in all a pile, pile a bunch of people. And some random person had to pick out the Christian, all they have to go on is how you look, how your appearance, how you're dressed. And are you going to be picked? I've always thought of that. Are you going to be picked? Is someone going to look at you and say, that's the Christian? But because most kids my age, the youth that we're all in, all these teens, we struggle with how our apparel is. We want to look just like the world. We want to... We pick this worldly um, example of a hero or a person that we look up to and we want to look just like them. And what happens? They're just like the world. So what do we do? We're like, well, I'm good on the inside and I serve God on the inside. And yeah, I just want to serve God. But my appearance does not matter. It does matter. God says it matters. By the renewing of your mind, you're transformed. Our appearance matters. Because I know that God would be disappointed with me if some random person could not pick me out in a crowd and that I look just like the rest of the world. I pray we look different. I pray we act different. In the same case, if somebody were to talk with every person and you didn't give off, like say, oh, I'm a Christian, but just you had a normal conversation with any person and then the person had to say who the Christian was, would you be picked? The same thing. Would you be picked? Most of us, probably not. So you know what happens? We got to change something. Something's got to change. We have to have this real renewed mind. And we have to ask God, God, what can I change? What can I give you? What can I wear? What can I act like to be more like you and resemble you and not be conformed to this world? Um, I want to go to uh, this verse, um, James 4.4. 4. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. If your appearance and your acting and everything like that, and you that means you really love the world. If you don't want to pull away your appearance and the way you act, you don't want to pull away from what you are, this old man. Then you love the world because you don't, because you know, we all, most of us probably know that what we say or what we act like or how we dress is not of God. We know it looks just like the world, but the thing is we don't want to change. It's because we really love the world. And that's not what God wants us for us. If you love the world, you're an enemy of God. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be an enemy of God. 
I want to be a friend of God, not a friend of this world. So I pray all of us could work together in changing our appearance and to not be a friendship in this world. Don't love the world. Hate the things that are in it. Love the people. Um, and, you know, I wanted to describe this friends share likeness. So be careful for your friends. You know, there's a verse in the Bible. I don't have it on hand. But it says that um, blessed, you will be rewarded in heaven for the fewer um, friends that you have. And the verse basically makes emphasis on if you have, if you want, like if you're a friend maker and you have 30 friends, but like 20 of them are like sinful people that live in the world. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to pull you down with them. Their appearance and act that's why um, the Bible has that verse. If you find it, um, it describes on the reward will be greater if you had less friends, if you had two friends that were godly and spiritual. Those are the friends that you should have and really matter. You want friends that share your likeness, that share your desire for the Lord and want to serve God. That's the real friend. That's a real friend. And that's the friends that we all should have. Friends that inspire us to serve God more. Um, friends that are willing to be kind and that love the Lord, good Christians, good friends. Um, friends share likeness. And um, a one thing that I wanted to share is a struggle for young men and ladies is we all usually have growing up this hero, superhero, or famous actor or basketball player, football player, golf player maybe, Um um, volleyball player, um, hockey player, some somebody that is uh, like, I don't know, boxer, someone that's amazing and cool and we want to look like them. And I've talked about this a little er- a little bit later ago where I says, yeah, we want to look like them. We want to dress like them. We want to act like them. And what happens? What are they? We, I want you to remember. I want this to be a remembrance to you is remember they are the world. So every single time you're trying to change to be more like them, you're making yourself more like the world. We want to, I pray that we'd be like God. Um, I pray if you have a good godly pastor, ask them what to do. Like ask the pastor, pastor, what's the best godly way I can act and dress and be? How can I, I want to look like a Christian. What can I do? What is your spiritual conviction? Um, just, I want us to have that real desire to have a good transformation on the renewing of our mind. Um, I wanted to share, uh, so I pray you choose your friends carefully and they be good Christians. Um, you know, my closest friends, uh, I have a lot of friends, but I'm just not going to share. I have a lot of good friends. Um, a lot of friends I respect and that I love. Um, of course, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it to you. I assume your closer friends are the ones that are nice and kind and that you get along better, but I just pray, be careful who your friends are. I pray they're not, you know, public um, school and they're not, they're not living in um, just like wickedness. And I pray that they're not going to tear you, carry you down. Friends, you, friends share likeness and uh, you don't, you don't even mean it. You're like, well, uh, I'm a good Christian. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help them out. Um, that's not what's going to happen. They're going to pull you down with them. Um, the darkness is powerful and we are weak. Um, if we use God, if we put God in it, we're strong, but I know that God doesn't want us to be friends of the devil. 
So I pray you don't do so. Um, be friends with good Christians that love, really love the Lord and not fake ones. Um, I pray. I just caution you in that. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Romans 6.2. God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Um, as an amazing verse. Um, I want to talk about this really verse on uh, Isaiah 30, chapter, I don't know, thir- chapter 30, verse 1. This is an amazing verse, everybody. Listen to this. It says, Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me, and that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit, and that they may add sin to sin. I pray you cover yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. Act like him. We know how we know what Jesus Christ wants of us and how to be humble and to be low and to be like Christ. I pray that's what we want for all of ourselves. I pray I just I don't want us to have this covering of the world. A covering not of this world. Cover means like the covering of a table with a cloth or a rug. On the floor we either cover ourselves with the world or Christ. One or the other. We can't have both. I know Christians that are amazing, they're awesome, you know, they're good Christians for the Lord, but their appearance is just like the world. And what do you get? You can't have both. They could be a person that's wicked on the inside, you know, sinful, but then their appearance looks godly. You can't have both. You can't serve two masters. You can't be double-minded. Matthew 6, 24 says, no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Plus, if you try to serve both, you are unstable. James 1.8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be unstable. I want to be, I want to be like Christ. And I want him to be my number one. And I don't want this world to cloud my judgment. I don't want to cover up with this world. I want Jesus Christ to be number one in my life. Now, he isn't always, okay? I'm not promoting myself. Please don't take that the wrong way. I'm not trying to promote myself. I'm telling you all these things of what I want to be, what I want to do. These are my desires to be like Christ, what I want to be. And I know there's a part of you that wants to too. We just need, we need to let it rule. The Holy Spirit, we need to let it rule in our lives and change put, take, to take off the old man, put on the new man, have a renewed mind. And by that renewed mind, your transformation happens to look like Christ, to be like him. The world is darkness, guys. Isaiah 32, that walk to go down into Egypt and have not asked at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore, shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame and the trust in the shadow of Egypt, your confusion. The shadow of Egypt is this world, this wicked and sinful world. Don't go to the shadow of Egypt. Live in the word of God and in Christ and serving him. Um, um, I'm almost done and we'll be wrapping up in a little bit. We got a few more verses to head to. Romans 12, 3. I want to talk about this is low, um, lowliness. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Amen. Proverbs 27, 1. Boast not thyself tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. It says not to think of, not to make yourself highly than anybody. We are to be lowly, to be servants. So boast not thyself of tomorrow. Please be humble. Um, to be low, and again, Philippians 2, 7, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Oh, yeah, and made in the likeness of men. Of How to be humble. 
That verse right there, Philippians 2.7. Write it down. How am I supposed to be? How do I be like Christ? That verse right there, everybody. All right. Um, a few more verses here. James 4.6. But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. He'll give grace unto the humble. I want to be humble. That's what my goal is to be. That's what I pray. All our goal is to be, is to be humble. Um, James, um, okay. James 4.10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Um, you know, here's a good, a good way to put it is a lot of Christians, I believe sometimes it's easy to be, oh, I can just, I'll just be humble at church because we, sometimes we limit to Christ's sight at at church because that's where all the spiritual Christian people usually are is at church. Um, then we go back to the work or whatever. I don't know. I I can't, you know, I have good Christians I work with, so I can't use that example, but I know many people don't, don't. Um, so just in this world, we don't, we sometimes don't feel like we're washed like by Christ because we're not around Christians. Well, guess what? Um, there Christ sees everything. His sight is unlimited. He's everywhere. God sees everything. So we need to be humble all the time. Um, uh, this verse about dis you, um, so if you read Romans 12, nine, Romans Chapter 12, verse 9. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Um, so I want to talk about John. So John 15, 12 says, this is, um, okay, sorry, forgive me. So we're talking, I want to explain what dissimulation means. It means a hiding under false appearance. Um, and it's it's false love. It's fake. It's, uh, it's really false love. And we are to have real love. But sometimes people don't know what real love is. Okay, and I just wanted to explain to you what real love is. A lot of the world describes it, you know, as that little heart emoji, and that's love and emotion, and that's actually all false. That's what the world has created. Now, I'm going to tell you what real love is, and you can find it in John 15, 12. This is my, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I ha- have loved you. Um, John 15, 13, write it down, everybody. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. That's what real love is. It's sacrifice, seeing one for another. It's, uh, yeah, it's sacrificing for one another. Um, giving other people, their needs matter more than mine. And that's how you have real love, everybody. That's what we, that, if you want to show real love and have the real love for people, but then also especially for God, we have to have sacrifice. His needs come before our own. And what he asks of us should be done. Um. Abhor means to hate extremely, to loathe. So we are to abhor, what does it say again? Um, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. We are to hate evil. How do you hate evil? You to love what's good. Cleave to that which is good. Um, I wanted to explain what, um, the best idea I could think of cleave, how to explain. Um, cleave means to hold on to. Um, I think of for cleaving a rock in the cold ground. You know, when you put a rock Imagine if you put a rock in the ground and then it froze and then you, you're not going to be able to pull that rock out. It's frozen ground. That's cleaving on to. Cleave, everybody, to that which is good. Um, and what is good, everybody? What is good? Jesus Christ. He's good and that's the best. That's, that's the best good you can get. That's, that's real goodness. That's God. Romans 13, 12, the night, um, I just wanted to talk about, these are my ending verses, everybody. So, um, thank you all for listening. I'm going to end with this verse right here is Romans 13, chapter 13, verse 12. 
I would write this down too. This is an amazing. They're all good verses. This is a really good verse. Um, so we've talked about how I, how to have this renewed mind. Uh, I'm not going to read 12 again because you have it right there. You probably have your Bible right with you. Maybe, maybe not. But get to your Bible and read Romans chapter 12. Um, verse. Read down the verses and you'll understand what a renewed mind is. And read this. Listen to this. I explained very thoroughly what a renewed mind is, what we are supposed to have, how our appearance is supposed to be changed, how we are supposed to walk like Jesus Christ. But how I teach, I teach you and I teach myself about all this stuff, but what's going to happen the next morning? We're probably not going to do anything about it. Nothing's going to be done. Even if you read James 1.22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. What's going to happen is we're probably going to deceive ourselves. Well, this is a verse to, um, to break that. Romans 13, 12, the night is far spent. We are right now in the night. It is nighttime, the world, the sin. But the day, the day is at hand. Jesus Christ, he is coming. He is our light. The day is coming. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Christ could be coming any day. Any day, guys, tomorrow. So wouldn't you rather have changed and have a, your new man on and that your mind be renewed and you be serving Christ all the way and not have to work hard, um, not have to take so much time at getting there, but that you make the work done now? You make the changes now? Because he could be coming tomorrow. Cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Um, yes, there is an armor of light. Um, I'll tell, it tells you in verse 14, what the armor of light is, but verse 13 says, let us walk honestly as in the day, not rioting and in drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness and not in strife and envying, but we got to put on the armor of light. And what is that? Verse 14, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what the renewed mind is. It's to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, to think like Christ, and to meditate daily on his word. It's on Jesus Christ. Um, cast off the old man, guys, and put on the new man. Romans um, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the verse of the day. Um, and be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed to this world, guys, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's all I have for today. That was my sermon. I pray God uses it. And I pray, guys, the day is at hand. We got to get chopping at the bed, everybody. Work needs to be done. I don't care what you're doing right now. Um, you know, I'm doing trade school and I'm working. That does not matter. That's no excuse. I don't care what you're doing. What's biz keeping you busy? There, Everything gets stompled upon. God comes first. Being like him comes first. We need to be like Christ. He deserves everything. And I pray that we give him that time that he deserves. We owe him, guys. He paid for our sins. He bought us with a price. And it was his blood. I pray that we uh, we make some changes. Um, make some changes, guys. And we're going to work together. Um, I'm trying to make, I'm going to try to make changes. And I pray you as well. Um, and I'm going to end this in some prayer. And, uh, I pray uh, God blesses your week, and I pray I made no, I pray I made, um, I didn't hurt anyone's feelings, because I want you to know, 
This came from the word of God. I'm, I'm just the messenger, I'm not the writer. I'm just the messenger. I'm going to close this in some prayer. All right. Thank you, Lord, for this one day, Lord. I pray. Thank you so much for the wonderful time we've had in your word. I pray. Uh, thank you uh, for speaking through me, Lord. And I pray that we would add to our faith. I pray help us to change. Help us to grow and to be more like you, Lord. We change and you do not. I pray that we change to be more like you. Walk as you walked. Um, I pray that we work to having this renewed, putting on the new man, putting off the old man, the works of darkness. And I pray, Lord, that we our minds would be renewed. And, um, and by the renewing of our minds, our transformation on the outside appearance would be righteously and pure. And to be like you, I pray, Lord, how do you want us to dress? How do you want us to act? How do you want us? How do you want our appearance to be, um, Lord? I pray in the depths of our heart, Lord. What is your will? What do you want us to do? Our lives are yours, God. What can I do to be more like you? Help me to decrease so that you can increase. Help me to draw to you so you draw nigh to me. Help me to draw nigh to you that you draw to me, Lord. I pray, Lord, help us to be real, have a real love for you have real sacrifice for you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I pray that was a blessing to you as it was for me. Oh, man, it's been a while, but that was a blessing um, because remember, God's speaking to me too. I preach all this, not all you, but me as well. I pray uh, we make some changes, everybody. All right, God bless everybody. Have a good week. Thank you for listening, and I pray it was a blessing to your day. All right, God bless everybody. Lord be with everyone. Bye.